company. Thank you so much for tuning in to Beacon Church Online. And it is our prayer that this content will encourage you, will uplift your spirit, draw you closer to God, and, and bring you hope in some of the craziness that it seems like life is throwing at us right now. So listen, we've been in this series called Bless Not Stressed. And really, it's not to try to give you stress management. I'm pretty sure you can look that up and find that. This series is really to try to help you understand how blessed you are and how much more God wants to bless your life, even in this stressful times. And what we can do as believers when life seems to be out of control, when stress seems to be on the rise, when anxiety seems to be on the rise, how we can continue persevering in our faith. So I can't wait today to talk to you about part four. We're going to title today's talk simply this, Peace Be Still. Are you all ready? Come on, let's get into it. Before I go any further, I just want to invite you to subscribe to this channel. And if this content impacts your life, maybe inspires you, will you share it with somebody else? Listen, there are so many people across the world that need to hear about Jesus and the good news that Jesus has for you. So we want to just invite you maybe to share this content with somebody if it impacts your life. Maybe even drop a comment below and let us know what God is doing in your life. I want to read today from the book of Mark. We're gonna go to the book of Mark, read from chapter four. We're gonna start at verses 35 and we're gonna read to 41. So Mark 4, 35 through 41. And this is the moment Jesus has been preaching to the masses at the Sea of Galilee. He's been doing things they've never seen. He's been saying things people have never heard. And the day is coming to an end after he's preached messages, after people have been healed. And he's looking at his disciples as the sun is setting. And he's saying, hey, guys, we got to go to the other side. Let's continue doing ministry over there. So look what he says, starting in verse 35, Mark chapter 4. It says, as evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came about. Have you ever been through a fierce storm? Maybe not physically with storm clouds and lightning, but maybe in your life you've been through a fierce storm. Listen to what it says, though. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Look what Jesus is doing. It says Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. And the disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? Listen to this. Jesus then woke up. He rebuked the wind and the waves. And listen to this. He says these words, silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. And then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. Come on, will you pray with me? God, we love you and we lift your name on high. Pray that this message will inspire and encourage somebody today. Pray that your presence will fill their life right now and they will experience peace. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. You know, I live by a major shipping port here in Florida. 
So it's not uncommon, you know, to see these massive container ships going in and out from sea. And, you know, these, these huge boats are built to withstand bad weather. They're built to withstand weather at sea, fierce storms, if you will, that come about at sea. And so, you know, it, it's wild, though, that even these huge ships that are made of steel that have all this cargo, that even giant storms that are out at sea, these huge waves still can bounce this massive ship around as if it was a toy boat. When I think about this text and it says a fierce storm came about, it would have had to have been really, really bad considering that the disciples were absolutely terrified for their life. I remember one time I was out uh, fishing. This was when I was a kid on a small boat and we were out there and all of a sudden a big storm came. We tried to outrun the bad weather. I was with my family and uh, the weather just overtook us. I mean, we got slammed right in the middle of this crazy storm, lightning, thunder. I'll never forget the mental images that are, are like scarred into my mind of like the rain, the lightning. And, you know, of course we were out there and we felt so exposed, so helpless uh, because this weather came in and it was out of our control to really go and stop this weather. So we just had to kind of ride the storm out find a place to hunker down until it came over. But I'll never forget the amount of fear I had, just how terrified I really was. So I can only imagine the disciples and their fear as they are out in an open water as this massive storm overtook them. You know, it's wild. Uh, it's pretty cool, actually. During a drought in 1986, so not too long ago, Two fishermen, they were brothers, they were amateur archaeologists, they were actually out at the Sea of Galilee during this drought, and they found, check this out, they found the remnants of an ancient boat in the sea or in this area. So what they did, they contacted professionals, they came out, they excavated the site, and they actually found a cedar boat that dated back to be around 100 or so BC to... 200 AD. So it was right in that time period that Jesus would have been walking the earth. And this would have been probably the same kind of boat that Jesus and the disciples would have been on. And so they were able to actually kind of get a feel for it and describe it. The boat was about 27 feet long, seven and a half feet wide, four feet high. It would have had a sail, a pointed bow, um, and then it would have this rounded aft section. So it's likely this is the kind of boat Jesus would have been on. Not a massive ship. Not a massive ship that was built to withstand huge, crazy weather and waves. So it's obvious knowing what kind of boat Jesus was in, why they were so terrified if the waves were crashing onto this vessel. I love this passage of scripture though, because it shows me and you really the human side of Jesus, okay? Jesus had been preaching all day. He had been out speaking to people. And, and so what does he do when they set sail? He goes to the back of the boat to take a nap. Why? He's exhausted. He's tired. He actually needs to rest. What's wild though is he's human. He needs to rest, but he's also omniscient, meaning he's all knowing. So he knew when he called them to the other side to go set sail, he knew they would be actually sailing into a storm, but that didn't stop him from taking a nap. Interesting to think about. 
Jesus gave orders, go to the other side, but yet he knew the storm was coming. I wonder if Jesus was really just attempting to test the faith of his disciples. So you got to understand, he had a group of fishermen on board. His disciples, they were accustomed to the weather on the water. They were, they were, sales, they, they were sailors, professional fishermen, if you will. And so they would constantly be on the water. They would know how to navigate and they would have been accustomed to even the unpredictable water and the weather that is on the Sea of Galilee. So for them to have been literally terrified for their life at this particular storm that came about, it must have been like nothing they had ever seen before. This must have been such a bad storm that they were literally caught off guard and had no idea what to do. Therefore, they woke Jesus up in in panic. They woke Jesus up absolutely terrified. Fun fact for you, if you didn't know this already, the Sea of Galilee is actually not a sea. It's a giant lake about seven and a half miles wide. And this lake is always known for its unpredictable weather. And yet Jesus was sleeping through the storm. Have you ever been through a storm of life? And maybe you've been through several storms of life, but one or two in particular stand out. Or maybe currently right now you feel like I am in a real storm. I feel like I have lost all faith. I am so scared. I'm anxious. I'm stressed. I'm not sleeping. I'm worrying because I feel like I am exposed out in the open. I feel like I'm helpless in this storm and it's out of my control. That's the feeling the disciples had during this physical storm. And they had witnessed the power of Jesus many times. They had seen Jesus heal the sick. They had seen Jesus talk to people and watch Jesus and the power that he had. But they had never seen this next layer that they were about to witness of Jesus. They knew his power, but what they were about to witness was his authority. It says that Jesus rebuked the wind, and then he told the waves, he spoke to the storm, and he said, silence, be still. Or other words, translation say, peace, be still. Man, wouldn't it be good to have some peace in our lives right now? Wouldn't it be great to to have peace in this world, to actually turn on the TV and be filled with peace instead of anger and frustration and worry and doubt and confusion? Jesus told and commanded the physical storm to stop, to be still, to calm down, to go away. His disciples witnessed that day a new layer to the power and now authority that Jesus has. That same power and that same authority is inside of you. It's inside of me. See, if you're a believer and you know Jesus, you have a relationship with Jesus right now, he has given you the authority. He has given you the authority to actually command the storms of life to stop and be still. And now maybe you're watching this and you're saying, but you don't understand it's out of my control. I can say that all I want, but it's not gonna go away. That's fine. The storm doesn't have to leave, but you can still have the peace that Jesus can bring into the storm. Therefore, if the storm's not going to go away, at least I can have peace to know that I'll get through this storm and go to the other side. It was in that moment that I think the disciples witnessed something they had never seen before. The power 
and the authority of Jesus. I wonder how many storms right now that you are facing, how many things you feel bombarded with, maybe things that are out of your control, maybe some that are in your control, and you feel like the enemy is in your head. The enemy is right now maybe attacking your life or your family. It feels like all of these storms are combined into one massive thing that you don't know what to do. You have the authority to say, stop, be still in the name of Jesus. Peace in the name of Jesus. Anxiety go away in the name of Jesus. Stress go away, worry go away in the name of Jesus. I find it so interesting that Jesus was sleeping in the storm. I wanna have that kind of peace, bro, where I can sleep in the storm. That even if it's coming at me and everything seems to be rocking and going crazy, I can grab a pillow and a blanket and lay down and sleep and ride the storm out knowing that God is in control. I don't have to be scared anymore. I don't have to worry anymore. I don't have to stay up frantically trying to figure out how to solve these problems. I can have peace in the storm. Peace be still. You know, I'm an incredibly light sleeper, <laughs> like annoyingly light sleeper where anything, anything at all wakes me up. It's a blessing and a curse, right? Because on one hand I can get up, but on the other hand, anything, whether someone tries to wake me up or even if there's a real storm outside, like the lightning or the thunder, it'll just wake me up. I'm such a sensitive light sleeper. Now, growing up though, my younger sister was the complete opposite. Y'all, like, let me tell you this. She was the hardest sleeper that I have ever met in my entire life. Growing up in Florida, when a storm would come through the middle of the night and it would feel like everything is about to just be destroyed, my little sister would sleep through the storms. Meanwhile, I'm running down the hallway, absolutely terrified, absolutely terrified because, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. So I'm running down the hallway into my parents' bed and she is exhausted, sleeping, and I don't ever recall a moment where anything woke her up. I wanna have that kind of peace in life to where nothing gets me off track, nothing stops me or bombards me, and even if stuff comes at me, I can still have peace because I know who's in control. I know that God loves me enough he cares about my life enough that he's willing to come down and calm whatever storm that I'm being faced with and going through in this moment. I feel like right now this is so real for so many because listen, life is crazy. And for so many, especially believers, it, it is all we can do to hold on to any kind of faith because it seems like everywhere we turn, Everything is chaotic. We turn on the news and something else has happened. We scroll through Instagram and people are fighting and, and commenting negative things and it's this thing and this thing and there's so much turmoil and there's so much anger and there's so much anxiety that's plaguing our culture and generation right now. It's a wonder why, why anxiety and stress is at an all-time high and peace is at an all-time low. And yet God wants to remind you right now today that he can bring peace to the storm. He can bring real peace into your life, into the storm that you are facing.
here's the catch. Maybe you're not in a storm currently, but maybe you can see the storm coming. Or maybe what you've chosen to do is because you know there's a storm out there, you've chosen to plant your feet where you are and avoid the storm. Now, that might be a, a good thing unless you know deep down inside that God's actually called you out. What if God's called you to not stay where you are, but to go somewhere else? So I find it interesting, he told his disciples, even though he knew a storm was coming, that he wanted to go to the other side. You know, couldn't they have waited until the storm passed and sailed when the weather was calm? Potentially, but Jesus wanted to leave at that moment and sail through that storm. I wonder if God, he's calling you out today. Maybe there's a storm in front of you and you've been avoiding it for a long time. But here's the reality, God's blessing is not on the shore, it's out at sea. God's provision is not on the shore, it's out at sea. And what God's calling you to do right now is to set sail. He's saying, hey, I've got more for you. Hey, I've got bigger plans for you. Hey, I, I wanna push you even further. I want you to grow and go deeper. So you gotta leave where you are. You've gotta, you've gotta go somewhere new. You've gotta cross to the other side. And meanwhile, you've been so scared because you are so worried that God is, 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 is not gonna protect you or provide for you or help you. But the reality is if God is calling you, he's going to hold you. If God is telling you to set sail, then he's gonna be with you the whole entire time. The Lord never promised it's gonna be easy. God never said you're not gonna go through a storm, but he did promise to be with us in the storm. And check it out, it even says in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 33, I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many, not one, not two, it actually says many, many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. He promised that he will be with us in the storm. He will never leave us in the storm. And in fact, Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse eight is another good point to prove. Listen to this, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you, he will neither fail you nor abandon you. God is with you right now. You can have peace to know that God is with you right now. Listen, if I invite Jesus into the boat and he's called me to set sail, then I can have absolute peace and faith to know that my life, that the boat will not sink. Listen, you might be watching right now feeling like life is absolutely out of your control like stress is at an all-time high, anxiety is at an all-time high, and faith is at an all-time low. But I promise you, if you will just allow God to intervene into this situation, He will bring you peace right here, right now, today. And maybe you say, well, I, I don't know. I, I, the storm might not go away. I, I've prayed before, but I've never really seen an answer to my prayer. Maybe what you need to pray for is not that the storm will leave, but that God will bring you comfort and guide you through it so that you can get to the other side. God has the authority to calm the wind and the waves. Jesus literally spoke to the earth and it obeyed him. So don't you think that whatever problem you're facing, whatever storm that you were going through in life, it is no match for the power of Jesus Christ. It is no match for his authority and that authority is within you. The enemy has to leave when you tell him to. 
The devil has to go and get his hands off of you and your family when you say leave in the name of Jesus. So I wanna invite you to start praying those kind of prayers. Pray those kind of powerful prayers with authority. It says he rebuked the wind and the waves. When was the last time you prayed with authority and you had genuine faith to say, God, I know you are in control. This storm is no match for your power and I know you will get me through it. So build my faith. Help me in the name of Jesus. Devil, get off of me in the name of Jesus. Those are the kind of prayers that we can be praying. Listen, I'm gonna invite you right now to pray with me. Listen, I promise you as, as we pray together, you're gonna feel God's peace. You're gonna feel God's hand on your life. And maybe you're watching right now and you've never really taken the time to invite Jesus to come into your life. You've never really taken the time to say, you know, I've, I've been in control for so long. I've tried to steer my life in all these directions and it really hasn't gotten me very far. So I wanna allow Jesus to take control over my life. I wanna allow Jesus to steer my life. You, you can do that right now, right here today. It's, it's not magic, it's really easy. In fact, all you have to do is just pray, really talk to God and say, Jesus, I invite you to be the Lord of my life, to come into my heart, to save me, to forgive me, to live and be with me forever. I want a relationship with you. So come into my heart in the name of Jesus, amen. That's the kind of prayer you need to pray. So as I pray for you, I wanna invite you to do that and invite Jesus into your life. Hey, maybe you're watching right now and you're a believer, you're a Christian, you've been walking with the Lord, but you say, man, I am in a fierce storm. I am in a crazy storm right now and it seems like life is out of my control. I'm gonna pray for you that God will bring peace into your life right now, that it'll bring peace into your situation in this very moment. So come on, wherever you are, watching or listening, let's pray together. You can bow your head or you can listen and pray with me. I wanna pray a special prayer for you. So Jesus, we come to you right now and I just pray over this incredible person watching. God, I pray that your mighty hand, your power will consume their life right this minute. God, the storms of life have been fierce. God, it seems like everything has been so chaotic. It seems like we are literally walking through the craziest storm that we have ever been through, but no storm, no storm is too big or too powerful for you. The wind and the waves obey you. And so Jesus, right now we invite you to come in and calm the storm of our life, calm the storms that we have been facing. God, for this person watching, dealing with anxiety, dealing with fear, dealing with, dealing with doubt or worry, I pray over this person in the name of Jesus that you will restore peace to them right here and right now today. God, build our faith in the name of Jesus. Let us trust you. Take our hands off the situation and put your hands on it. Steer us where you want us to go in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, listen, thank you so much for watching this message today. If it encouraged you or you have questions, listen, you can leave a comment down below. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you need anything. We'll respond back to you. We love you so much. Our team cares about you so much. We wanna see you grow and thrive in your relationship with God. So I can't wait next week. Listen, part five is gonna be out of control. It's gonna be awesome. I want you to come back, watch the message next week. I hope it impacts your life just as much as this one did today. 
If you need anything, let us know. We can't wait to see you soon. We love you. See ya.